0: All right, we're back. Thanks for joining me again at the Doc Buddy Journal. This is Eric Sunset. I'm your host as usual. I'm recording this episode on Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Kind of getting towards the, uh, the business end of the year here, guys and gals. There is just not a lot of time left to get everything done that we need to do. But that's okay. That's okay. This is a good time of year. It's a great time of year. Uh, hopefully, everybody listening will be able to set aside at least a little bit of time uh, to spend their holidays, their Christmas, their New Year's, with friends, family, and other loved ones. Um, at least, I hope that's what you get to do. So, as usual, I think we've got a great podcast lined up for you today. Three sections, a little bit of housekeeping. We'll keep that short and sweet. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the DocBuddy product mix. This is an FYI for you. And then finally, saw a cool little article in Becker's ASC, How to Succeed in 2023 for CEOs' Way In. Want to take a look at that, and I want to give you a couple of DocBuddy's tips to succeed in 2023 as well. We'll throw our name into the hat and uh, uh, do our best with our recommendations as well. All right, so for housekeeping, as usual, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please subscribe. We'd also appreciate a five-star review, so thanks in advance for those. If you've got a question, a comment, or a suggestion, or you just like a way to get in touch with the podcast or with me, email me, eric at docbuddy.com. That's E-R-I-K at docbuddy.com. Would love to hear from you. Love the engagement. Uh, Looking into 2023, kind of uh, a hot topic for today's show, we're talking about ways to succeed in 2023. also wanted to provide notice that it looks like AAOS is going to be the first trade show of the year for DocBuddy. That is March 7th through 11th at the Venetian in Las Vegas. So let me know if we're going to see you there. Always fun to connect with our clients, with prospective clients, with other vendors, um, that is the whole point of uh, putting our show on the road, right? And if you're in health IT, you know, it's not always so easy to get out there. So it's fun to have a full dance card. Uh, let us know if we're going to see you there. Next, related to DocBuddy.com on our website, for all of our all scripts using clients, prospects, or otherwise, we have just recently made our January 2021 app of the month webinar available on the DocBuddy.com blog. So you can watch that anytime you'd like. It's on demand. You don't have to do anything other than click the link on docbuddy.com slash blog. Get to the uh, Allscripts app of the month webinar and uh, give it a look, give it a listen. Um, It won't surprise you to learn. You are surely hosted that one as well. Uh, You're probably seeing a little bit of a pattern develop here. Uh, No problem for me. Happy to talk at you. And um, speaking of, there are some very fun sound bites from, uh, from one of our clients in that webinar. So give it a look. Um, uh, again, DocBuddy was the January 2021 app of the month with Allscripts, which is one of our partners. Uh, so very cool to get to have that engagement and exposure with Allscripts. Now Veridime, by the way. And now finally, our last piece of housekeeping before we dive into product mix. We're going to have a special guest next week. It won't just be me talking at you. Um, we're going to be joined by our CEO, Andy D'Agostino, uh, to discuss transformational changes happening right now in healthcare. Um, and this is really meant to be a discussion around the shift from paper film to digital uh, for healthcare. Obviously, we're using an analogy here. And why now is the time for this shift. So stay tuned. We'll be sure we get that out in plenty of time so you can give it a listen while you're traveling home for Christmas or commuting on a hopefully very slow day into your office. So without further ado, section one, the DocBuddy product mix. Um, and I know you can read. I know you're totally capable. You can go to DocBuddy.com. You can look at our products. You can see everything that they do there. Uh, but I wanted to give you the, the quick and dirty here because you, you really need to know our product mix uh, to understand what we're talking about where we're coming from. Uh, There's a lot of vendors in health IT that are really good and really knowledgeable about one place of service, whether that's the clinic, whether that's at hospital, whether that's at ASC, whether that's at home health. I really want to drive home the fact, though, that we know workflow across all of these places of service. It isn't that, you know, one is better than another for us. So just real quickly, because once again, I know you are fully capable of reading this and reading about this on DocBody.com. Um, But when you look at our product mix, of so these solutions, our solutions are called Enterprise, OnCall, OpNote, Sergio Workflow. We've got one called Integration Hub, and we've got one called OnCall Calendar. Really looking at these uh, six distinct and separate solutions, we're able to address uh, workflow challenges across the full spectrum. Of places of service. Um, So, without belaboring the point, when you you look at the surgery center segment, our products, integration hub, op note, surgery workflow, those all serve specific purposes there. Um, When you look at your clinic, on call, on call calendar, and our enterprise solution, that's where and how we're addressing workflow in the clinic. Um, The same solutions uh, address the need at home health. And then, really, integration hub on-call, on-call calendar, uh, we're able to address physician and provider workflow at the hospital. And obviously there's layers to this. This isn't the forum, uh, you know, to give you the the dissertation on exactly what each of these different solutions do, but you'll hear on the DocBuddy journal that we're jumping around different points of interest. So today we're talking about Becker's ASC. Well, what kind of leg does DocBuddy have to stand on when we're talking about ASC? happens to be a pretty darn strong leg to stand on. And really the same is true for hospital or the acute care setting, clinics, home health, anything that's kind of in that liminal space, as they would call it, that's in between. Um, The DocBody portfolio of solutions does address workflow challenges and help providers and their organizations reduce the pain and cost of outdated or legacy or just not good workflows, regardless of which place of service we're talking about. Um, so that's uh, that's maybe a little salesy. Uh, didn't mean it to be, but did want to give you the full perspective that when we start talking about ASC, like we're about to hear shortly, or if we go deep into a clinic-based workflow, you know, it's not that we're, um, you know, learning it as we go. We've been doing this since 2014. So with that said, we can take a look at section two, and this is from our friends at Becker's ASC. Um, as I like to do, I want to describe our relationship with Becker's. Um, we have a little bit of a relationship with Becker's and that we attend and exhibit and sponsor some of their in-person events, like you may have seen us at their ASC show last year. Um, you'll be able to see us at a couple of their different events in Chicago uh, this year, which we're really excited about. Um, but otherwise, as usual, see an interesting piece of news, want to comment on it, give you the Doc Buddy perspective. We'll give you the link to this article in the show description, just like always. And getting into it, again, the, uh, the diatribe on our product mix is just to set the, set the table that the ASB, ASC space is one we happen to know really well. Um, so what they did here uh, on Becker's ASC, how to succeed in 2023, four CEOs weigh in. And I think they got some pretty good feedback here. So starting from the top, you know, if you click the link to the article, you'll see them in this order. I am going to paraphrase just a little bit because once again, like I said earlier, I know you, dear listener, know how to read just fine. You're not here to have somebody read an article at you. Uh, so we'll, we'll do a little paraphrasing and uh, get through this quickly. So to start, Neeraja Carey, DDS, CEO of North Texas Team Care Surgery Center in Mesquite, her success tip for 2023 is that we should all be prepared for change and the challenges that come with it. Pretty wise words, uh, I would say. You know, especially in light of an ongoing global pandemic that came up out of nowhere. You really do need to control what you can control. Obviously, change is inevitable. Um, and in this particular example uh, that she gives, referencing retaining headcount and then paying employees during COVID, because of the executive team deferred some of their compensation. That's a great example of controlling what you can control. You obviously want to continue to deliver great patient care. How do you do that? Well, you have to have employees to do so. And um, I can't resist being just a little bit of a contrarian, but how do you really prepare for the unknown, right? Like if it's unknown, you don't know what's coming. An interesting book by uh, Nicholas Nassim Taleb, Black Swan, I'm sure some of you will be familiar with. So, all that to say, you can do everything possible to be ready, but can't always be ready for everything. Next, Dr. Anu Navani, MD, founder and CEO of Comprehensive Spine and Sports Center, Campbell, California. Uh, this one has got some good insight here. So the growth in orthopedic spine and pain has been steady and will remain so. These are safe specialties as the need is always there and will continue to thrive for various reasons. You know, and as we're looking this at this through the lens of the ASC, yeah, there is uh, definitely going to be continued interest in ortho, spine, and pain. Private equity investment in the space is huge. Um, part of that reason is that it's attractive for patients, it's attractive for providers, and it's attractive for payers as well. Um, you know, you're seeing more and more procedures come off the IPO list. Uh, that is going to continue in my estimation, and you're going to see that these types of procedures, orthospine and pain, are just going to explode in the ASC uh, market until there's nothing left on that IPO list. Hopefully, since the value chain seems to be really tightly aligned between patient, payer, and provider their organization, which is really cool. A rare triple win in the world of healthcare. Next, Marla Roberts, RN, founder and CEO of Periop. Accreditation readiness. This is out of Waverly, Tennessee. Uh, Shout out to the volunteer state. Um, And the quote from Marla here is that due to baby boomers retiring, there'll be more Medicare patients, which means hospitals will definitely have to focus more on quality and safety to maintain reimbursement status with government programs. Again, we forgot, paraphrasing, there are more to each and every one of these uh, quotes or pieces of feedback. Um, But Marla makes a couple of good points there. Uh, adherence to existing programs is obviously going to be important as it relates to reimbursement because we're looking at this through the ASC lens. Uh, you know, I've kind of wondered over the last six months, what what is CMS thinking about? What else is CMS going to dream up? Um, if you're doing anything in the ambulatory space, you know just how much fun Meaningful Use 1 and 2 were. Um, you know that MAC or MIPS is uh, the current. Set of reporting hoops to jump through. And I don't want anyone to take me out of context and say that Eric thinks these programs are useless. Didn't say that, wouldn't say that. Uh, but when you look at the reason why meaningful use and later macro MIPS came to be, you know, you're incentivizing providers with the um, with the high tech act, and then you need to get something for your return with data sharing and data capture uh, for all of your providers. Is this coming down the pike for the ASC? You know, as more procedures come off the IPO list, like we just said in the ortho example um, a minute ago, as these procedures come off the IPO list to move to the ASC, is there going to be an implication for these ASCs? Uh, Could they possibly push something like a mini high-tech act just to the ASC space? I don't know. I don't know. This is just conjecture for me. Uh, but all the more reason to have your ducks in a row if you are at an ASC organization, leadership position, or in an ownership position as you look ahead to the new year. Next, Caitlin Zola, CEO of SCA Health. Uh, I really liked her quote. I think she uh, you know, is obviously really well-spoken, obviously a power player in this space. And she had uh, some really good insight looking ahead to 2023. Uh, So, I'll read read a little bit more of her thoughts here. There are three critical things for healthcare executives and leaders to succeed that's vision, culture, and connectivity. Leaders must be able to shape a forward looking and purpose driven vision that guides our teams. Leaders must also foster culture aligned shared commitments and values that support the established vision. And finally, effective leaders must work together to build connectivity in the ever evolving healthcare industry. Relationships are key to success. So authentically and compassionately connecting with partners, including strategic industry leaders, vendors, physicians, customers, employees, and more, will improve innovation, agility, and the maximization of business opportunities. And I think that is really well put. And she's right. I mean, who could deny that? If you can execute on vision, culture, and connectivity, you're going to be in really good shape. So looking ahead to 2023, just briefly here, you know, um, if I could make a submission for Becker's on Doc behalf, here's here's what I think I would do. Your vision, and again, whether we're talking about the ASC or healthcare at large, you know, in the broader sense, the vision of our, our framework too. Stop wasting so much time. Stop wasting so much time. We're we're in health IT, it's about to be 2023. We're still talking about how improving a faxing workflow can save time. The time has come and gone for faxing. And this is looking ahead to next week. We're going we're gonna to talk about the shift from paper film to digital. And it's kind of an analogy we, we really like at DocBuddy. So hopefully you're not tired of me saying that yet. Faxing is paper film. I mean, the, the two things coexisted for a long time. Paper film obviously being around longer than, than faxing was. Um, but that is very much in the same vein of this example of the shift to digital. So when workflows are relying on tech that's going on 50 years old like faxing is, there's a better way. And you know it. Culture. Next, uh, next stop here. Being open to change. You cannot move from paper film to digital film if you're not ready for and open to change. You got to manage the change. You got to embrace the change. Because if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to get what you've always got. And finally, in Caitlin's three piece framework, so we did vision, we've talked culture, and then finally connectivity. I really like this framework, by the way, if that wasn't obvious. Um, What she shared about authentically and compassionately connecting with partners, including vendors, that really stood out for me. Speaking from the industry side of things, If you, as a healthcare organization, reached out to any of your vendors, that could be your revenue cycle vendor, your practice management vendor, your EHR vendor, your imaging system vendor, whoever, if you reached out to any of your vendors and asked, how can we partner more closely together? And you know, in parentheses, that's obviously, what else can you do for me? Do you have any idea of the level of engagement that you would get? I think that you'd be blown away. And sure, you're opening the door to additional products and services. You know, a uh, a less skilled account executive or sales executive that manages your relationship may immediately jump to selling, um, but the smart ones won't. The smart ones will, will look you in the eye and say, "How can we help? What 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 areas do you think that we could partner more deeply on? You know, we can take a look at additional solutions. We could take a look um, at." digging deep into our knowledge base. We can get you connected with other customers of ours or other folks in the industry that we think may be able to help you. So that's a little bit of a shameless plug, obviously being on the vendor side, um, but for the organizations that get it and that really want optimization, whether that started in 2022 or they're looking to change that for 2023, or it's just something that they've already are always done and are already doing, that connection with your vendors, they do have your best interest at heart. We talk about value chain a lot, though not quite as much as the shift from digital film from paper, but we do talk about value chains quite a bit. Um, so my words of wisdom to you on a personal level are that for vendors where you like a little bit of what you're getting, um, the odds are you'll like a lot of what you're getting, but all you have to do is engage. So moving into the, uh, the final section here, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, As usual, please be sure that you're subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. So either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, since that's where just about 80% of all podcast listens come from. So that's where we're at. So Apple Podcasts or Spotify would appreciate your five star and great review as well. You can follow us on LinkedIn by searching DocBuddy and clicking the follow button on our company page. We would love that. Our, uh, our LinkedIn feed is by far the most active out of all of our social media. And just to reiterate an earlier point, if you've got a question or a comment for the podcast, I'm your guy. Email me, eric at docbuddy.com, and that's Eric with a K, so E-R-I-A at docbuddy.com. And if you'd like to learn more about DocBuddy or any of our solutions, visit docbuddy.com to schedule a demo or to start your free 15-day trial. And with that, that's all I've got. Thanks for hanging in there with me. My voice is uh, trying really hard to leave. I've got a little bit of, uh, of COVID in my house. One member of the family with COVID and a couple of others not feeling so great either. So thanks for sticking it out with me. And until next week, I'm Eric with the Buddy Journal. Take care.